We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello, I'm Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today we welcome Jamie Kvan and Indy Brar from Kelowna Toyota to Business Matters. Guys, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Hey Rob, thanks for joining us. So you guys, how excited are you for being in your new building? So that's what we're going to chat about today, but I see some smiles on your face. Are you excited to be in your new offices? Yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. It's uh. It's definitely up an upgrade from the old building, and uh, we're we're super excited to finally be in here. So, when did you guys move in? Uh, we've been in here for a month and a half now. So, we moved in the beginning of February. Cool. So, curious, um, were you able to move in on time? We won't talk about budget, but were were you able to move in on time on budget? Um, yeah, you know what? Um, our, our general contractor is Fillmore. They did a, a really good job. We were slightly delayed. But considering everything that was happening with COVID, um, it was pretty impressive uh, how almost on time we were in. We were planning to originally go in January 1st. We ended up in with February 1st, um, but we were super happy with it. So did you guys face up? You know, I've been hearing a lot of like the nightmare stories when it comes to supply chain, like developers not being able to get rebar on time and all this sort of stuff. Did you guys face some of that same, the same issues in the build side? Yeah, you know what? We were really lucky. Um, we beat a lot of the ordering we did. We kind of beat a lot of those supply chain issues um, simply because we had, had to get a lot of the product here, obviously, a little bit early. Um, but yeah, we, we beat a lot of it. And because of that, we didn't have massive delays like we're seeing with some of the other builds. But again, yeah, Fillmore Construction did a great job in terms of ordering on time and, uh, and getting the orders in advance enough so that we were able to not have a, a huge delay. So for those who are not familiar, where, where, where's the new location? What's the address and where are you guys at right now? So we're, we're off, we're on the highway. Um, we're very close to highway 33. It's, it's on just off Cary road. So if you're driving down the highway, you absolutely cannot miss us yeah. and access the building. You turn on to Cary road and there's an access road just up Cary road. Cool. So Wendy, with your guys' move now, obviously it's a bigger space. Right. Yep. So, um, but is there anything is there anything new that as, as compared to the your older location, anything new that we should be aware of that you guys are able to offer different or anything sort of new and exciting with the new build? I think it's just the whole customer experience. Like as soon as you walk in, um, it's a much bigger space. Uh, the customer lounge, there's a lot more seating now. Uh, if you're coming into service, it's uh, indoor heated. Um, uh, you drive right in, you don't have to worry about kind of getting out of your car and finding, you know, there's a lot more parking spots. It's, it's the overall feel of coming in. It's just the old building. I think um, it was a great building. We were just outgrowing it. And uh, now that we've upgraded, it was a 20 year old building just with the new technology and everything. It's just a really cool feel when you come in. Um, you obviously moving into a larger space. Did you guys have to grow the team as well, or did sort of the, uh, same team, just a little bit more elbow room in there now. Uh, yeah, we're, we had yeah, to we, add staff members. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, sorry, along with the customer service side, um, we had we had we did add added more staff members. For example, we added a, a second shuttle because we're going to have more people, which we're now going to be able to shuttle people to the west side, which was really tough for oh, us to do before. Yeah, um, and we added more detailers, and we've added more techs now, so that we have inc increased capacity with the goal of having less wait times for our customers when they're making appointments. Um, we've added more service advisors in the sh in the um, drive-through, so when people are coming in, there's a less of a wait when they arrive. Um, we're going to be adding more um, sales staff as well, um, just with a increase in traffic we're seeing. Um, we're just going to need more people. So yeah, overall, I would say total added staff would be probably about 20 people more. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So how long, I'm curious on the process, like when did this, when, when was the decision made that, you know what, we need a new building? How long from that time to like, how long of a process was that from start to finish from when the idea came to when you actually got your keys that you guys can move in? Yeah. So we, when we bought the dealership in 2016, one of the agreements to purchase the dealership was that we would find and build uh, a new facility. Okay. And so the process started six years ago. Um, wow. We found this land probably about oof, almost five years ago now. Um, there's a lot of processes in terms of there was a current tenant on it. Um, and then we actually had to do some subdivision. Uh, there's lots of applications to go through. And obviously there's a bit of red tape here and there. Um, City was pretty great to work with, though. We ended up uh, getting everything figured out. And then, yeah, we started the design work on the building about two years ago. And we broke ground uh, just over a year ago. Awesome. So if you guys, is there, if we had a big grand opening party and if not, when is that happening? Uh, we haven't had one yet. We still, we still have some little things to get done. We, have, we haven't completed our landscaping and some small things here and there that need to be complete. So we want to make sure the building's fully finished. Um, so we've set a tentative grand opening for Thursday, July 14th. Awesome. Look forward to it. Be fun. Yeah. Um, we're Last time we chatted, and this was a while ago, you know, it was sort of like the middle of COVID and, you know, we were talked about show up at the lot and there's not, there wasn't a lot of vehicles. There's a lot of supply chain issues. Are you guys feeling that same pinch right now when it comes to new vehicles? Can you speak around what that's looking like? Is that loosening up a bit or are you still struggling kind of fill the, 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 the needs that the clients are looking for? Uh, we're still... <clears throat> Are we back to where we were before? No, but we are. Toyota has been doing a good job in making sure that they're getting um, month after month. We are starting to see more vehicles coming through. Um, I think customers have become accustomed because it's not just a Kelowna Toyota um, issue. It's an industry issue right now. And so I think consumers are seeing that, okay, well, we do need to get in. If they're planning on purchasing a car in the next couple of months, they're still coming in. We have vehicles that are available for test drive. Uh, we do have a lot of pre-owned vehicles that are similar to some of the newer ones if they do want to go the new route and customers are putting their orders in and Toyota has been doing a good job making sure that if they give us a timeline, um, we're very close to getting vehicles into that timeline. And I assume it depending on the vehicle, the timeline's all going to be different. Like it's probably not fair to say, but like roughly if I'm coming into the lot and, and I'm going to order a vehicle, let's say like how, how, you know, how long typically are you, are you talking like weeks, months? What do you, what are people typically having to wait? You're looking at a couple months, um, oh, uh, depending on what kind of vehicle you're looking for, right? Yeah. The hybrids obviously are really, really popular right. right now. And so our list for hybrids is a little bit longer. Uh, whereas, um, 
the Tundra, for example, is a brand new truck that was a redesign that was introduced this year. Uh, they have been giving us a lot of trucks um, uh, to be able to fill our orders uh, to a point. I think we might even have a couple extra, hopefully in the next month or two, that will be on ground for wow. uh, us to be able to actually come off and uh, offload. Yeah. So what, you know, you mentioned hybrids, but I'm curious what, what's moving right now? What are people buying? Is, is there, is there, is there, a, is, there a, is there a line that's selling more than others? And what is the uptake in hybrids? I was going to ask that same, that question as well. well the RAV4 hybrid has always been um, uh, one of our strongest um, in our lineup. Uh, we are introducing our first full electric vehicle here pretty soon. Hopefully we have a uh, midsummerish. Uh, that is the BZ4X. We do have a wait list of about 15 to 20 uh, customers on that right now, but we're super, super excited about it. It's going to be our first full electric vehicle here out here in, uh, out here in Canada. Uh, the Tundra hybrid this is going to be the first time that we've had a uh, full-size pickup uh, with the hybrid option. So we are seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of interest in that as well. So it's uh, just hybrid all hybrid. Hybrid altogether has been very, very popular, and we've been doing it for a very long time too, right? So yeah. uh, the fact that you go to any city and the majority of taxi cabs out there are a Toyota product, yeah. uh, you know, we've, we've been doing this for a while with the hybrid market, so we do get a lot of customers coming through looking for it. Yeah, almost, almost every single model line now comes in a hybrid, and some are hybrid only, like Sienna, for example, um, has been around for a while. It only comes in hybrid now. Um, Venza's only hybrid and pretty much every vehicle with the exception of a few obviously the sports cars aren't yet in hybrid and then the forerunner uh, and the Tacoma and uh, Sequoia aren't yet but Sequoia this fall is coming out in hybrid and soon to follow they're saying a Tacoma is going to have a hybrid and they're going to say a forerunner so pretty much our entire lineup will have an electrified option in the next year or two. That's awesome so I'm curious a little bit in in in, in you just mentioned as well like you know if you if Toyota's been around for a while, it, you know, they're known for reliability, known for innovation and so forth. But, you know, in, in what makes you guys different from other dealers? Like, so in, in let's park brand first, like, you know, cause that's an easy one, right? But, you know, if I walk into your guys' new showroom or your new location, like, can you speak a little bit about the experience of what a client's gonna, gonna experience? It, it's a culture that we've um, been able to cultivate over the last six years since we've taken over this dealership. Uh, it's a staff's mentality. It's um, for us, it's making sure that we take customer service to that next level. Uh, it's a vibe when you walk in and I've had customers say that they've gone into not just Toyota dealerships, but other brands and they feel a buzz when they come in, they get greeted promptly. They're making sure that we're taking care of our customers and that for us, you can go buy a vehicle wherever you'd like, but for us, customer service keeps, you know, uh, make sure customers keep coming back, but then with referrals, et cetera, where you know, it's, that's our biggest focus. I think, I think two things to touch on that are really important that we talk about quite a bit. And I think most dealers try to go for it, but it can sometimes be tough. But one is transparency mm -hmm. um, is a big part. Um, when you're coming in, we can let you know what to expect that day um, and really listening to the customer. So if a customer tells us we're coming in just to pop in and check out a few vehicles and get some information, Absolutely. What information do you need? And we make sure that that customer gets that information so they can make a buying decision, whether it be that day or in the future. So, yeah, I think I think really listening to a customer when they come in and, and knowing what they're trying to achieve is really important. And then providing the transparency so a customer knows what to expect when they're walking through the doors. I think a lot of people are very guarded and and even concerned about going to a dealership in a lot of cases. 
So if you're walking through the doors knowing what to expect, we find it's a lot easier to do business with someone. Mm -hmm. So what we try and do is someone walks through the door, we will walk them through our process and say, this is what we, you can expect today. Um, we're going to be able to show you some vehicles. You're going to get an opportunity to drive it. You'll meet one of our salespeople. You'll probably meet one of our managers. Um, if you want any more information on the vehicles, you want any numbers, we can provide that for you. And hopefully you'll drive a vehicle home. And if not, that's no problem. You hopefully you'll have enough information so that you can buy a vehicle sometime in the near future. You know, it's interesting you mentioned sort of some people might be intimidated and you, you know, some people don't, they say I don't car or whatever it is. And it's an experience, but or do you find like the consumers are becoming a little bit more educated before they even show up? Are they doing research or not? Or is it kind of a mix still like, or in, in the other part of that question, are you starting to see people dealing more I'll use the word virtually, like are, are they, you know, using the chat function? Are they, are they communicating with you guys before they even show up into the showroom? Definitely. We did um, during COVID, you know, buying uh, workplace, everything kind of changed. Right. And so right. Uh, there's so much information that's available uh, to you at home. And so we're finding that customers are either calling in or using our chat functions or, you know, sending in an email saying, look, this is kind of what I'm looking for. What's availability looking like trying to get as much information as they can so that when they do come in, they're powered with that. And we just have to go through the next couple of steps in the process to make sure that on the right vehicle, they're comfortable in it and then um, uh, finishing it up and getting the vehicle for them. Yeah, I think, I think uh, the funny part is there's, there's some people that walk through the doors that, know as much as we do about some of the vehicles, which, which I think is great. I mean, an educated yeah. customers is, is a positive thing. So right. the, yeah, they're, they're able to find out anything you want to know online. You can find out about all the vehicle. You can find out about all your pricing. You can pretty much be ready to buy a vehicle. I think the one step that a lot of people really like to have and why they visit a dealership most time is to actually get behind the wheel and drive that car. And, uh, and that's, that's a big thing, right? Being able to see how it drives, how it feels when you're making, spending the kind of money you're spending on a car, it's pretty important that, you know, you feel comfortable in it. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I was going to ask, cause I haven't been able to wrap my head around this and, and, you know, these I'll call the online vehicle markets, like a Canada drives or something like that. And like, I could never picture myself buying a vehicle and just showing up at my door and just hoping I, you know, so I'm curious, like, like, are these services something that are going to, and, and this is, I get it, your opinion. And it, like, are they sustainable? Like, is that a model that, that actually is, I mean, I don't know anybody that's used that service. So maybe that's, yeah. maybe I've answered my own question, but is it something that from an industry you're, I don't want to use worry. That's probably not the right word, but it's something you're concerned about. Is it something that's really sustainable or people still wanting to get behind the wheel and test drive? Yeah. I mean, that's something that's come and gone quite a bit believe it or not, like there's been a lot of brands that have tried it. For example, GM tried selling cars on Amazon for a period in the States. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't continue on. Um, some of those, it, for some people, it will work. So I think for, for uh, one or two companies, um, th they'll be able to do it because there's enough people that are comfortable buying it. But I think for the majority of people, they, they want to sit in that, that vehicle. They want to know how it feels. They want to know how it drives. Again, when you're spending that kind of money, it's a pretty big deal. It's almost like, it's kind of like looking at houses. Like some people, a very small portion will, will buy a house sight, sight unseen. They'll look at the photos, but most people would need to go through, walk through the house, see how it looks, um, know what the condition's like inside. And so I think for cars, it's going to be similar. The vast majority are likely going to want to get behind the wheel and, and drive the vehicles. But 
for some of the work. So I think, I think a company like that can be successful. I just don't think it, it's going to be a mainstream thing, at least in the near future. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, in 2021, you guys won best new car dealership and best truck dealership through, I believe, uh, through Clone Now and the best of. And I'm curious, other than you two, what do you guys attribute that to? I know people come to your smiling faces, but what, what do you guys attribute that to? Like, you know, can you speak a little bit about, because, you know, that's your, that's the public voting, right? Like that's the public voting saying that, you know, you guys are the best new car dealership and best truck dealership. Like, can you, can you speak a little bit about, I know you touched on culture a little bit. Can you speak a little bit around that as well? And I think it's a combination of the experience that you have, not only in the dealership, but we are very, very involved in the community. And so I think um, a lot of our customers see us at various fundraising events in town or um, working with the food bank and at Save on Foods once a year. And we've kind of, we've started uh, a lot of our charity events that we do, we're in our fifth year or sixth year. So I think um, a lot of the Kelowna community is not only seeing us as a dealership and the customer experience at the dealer, but they also see that we're out there uh, willing to give back into our community. Yeah, I agree. I think it's twofold on that. Like, one part of it is the community side of it. Like uh, we, we try and well, generally we'll donate a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to 25 to 30 charities. Some are year after year, some are new charities. We're always looking for new stuff. Um, and then the other side of it is, is with our customers, there's a lot of staff that have created almost a family relationship. There's customers that come in and they drop off cookies to some of our staff members. And you see when they come in, they're, they're hugging. It's not, it's not coming in and shaking hands and signing an invoice and leaving. It's they've really created a relationship with a lot of these people. And that's attributed to the staff. That has nothing to do with me and Indy because we couldn't meet every single person that walks through the door. So that's what we want to encourage. And that's what we hope is happening. Um, and we do our best to manage that. But our goal is that people feel comfortable enough that it's they feel like you're walking into a family and that it's someone that you can trust. So, you know, you, you guys mentioned sort of your community support, and I was reading on the site that you've supported over 43 charity events, 26 charities, and raised over $600,000. So that's, that, that, those are big numbers. Like, so I know that you guys, charities and local can community and supporting communities is very big for you guys. It's an important part of who makes who you guys are. I'm curious if there's anything new. Is there any new initiatives you guys are working on? Anything you know that you want to speak to around that? Because I know there's things that you do on an ongoing basis. Is there anything for new initiatives you want to speak to? Yeah. So, um, I mean, we're, we're we're always trying to do new stuff. I think I think that number that might be up our website, so it might be a little bit old. But I think we're almost getting up to a million dollars. Wow. Each year, we're always looking for something that's going to help the community, that stays local, that's going to have an impact. And uh, for this particular year, obviously, we're moving into a new area. And so we've got new neighbors. Um, two of those um, neighbors happen to be um, homes um, that are, are essentially shelters. Um, so one of them is Keith House, uh, with CMHC Supportive Housing. And the other one is Hearthstone with John Howard Society. Right. And so we reached out to them and said, hey, you know what, we're, we're in the neighborhood now. Um, we'd love to be supportive of you guys. I know there's sometimes where it's tough and neighbors don't really want you around. Um, we're hoping to kind of create a relationship and, and keep it in a positive light. And so uh, we're going to be doing some donations with them and some barbecues and getting staff together with their staff and, and uh, creating a connection there. Indy's done a really good job spearheading that. And he's met with the uh, with members from each of those associations and they're super excited about it. 
That's awesome. No, I know you guys have been, you know, big supporters of some of the stuff initiatives we've done as well. And it's, I think from, I just think it's part of all businesses should give back as much as they can to the community they're in, but some do it more than others. And you guys are definitely, I think it's just part of the core of what makes you guys different in the community as well, which is, which is awesome. So um, I have a couple, one more question, but before I do, I think I mentioned we have a new segment called Would You Rather? So I'm going to have, we're going we're gonna to get to know you guys a little bit on a personal level a little bit. And uh, I'll just go back and forth. Maybe I'll start with Indy and go to Jamie. We'll just go back and forth, but they're just Fun questions. So, uh, Indy, would you rather sip gin with Ryan Reynolds or shoot tequila with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Uh, <laughs> can I drink gin with Dwayne? Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's do that. Let's do that. I love it. That's okay. good. I like it. <laughs> uh, Jamie, would you rather have a mullet for a year or be bald for six months? No wigs allowed. Completely bald. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm already on my way, so I'd say bald for six months. <laughs> I'm the same way. So, uh, Indy, would you rather sing or dance in front of your coworkers? Uh, I'd do both. I'd do, I'd do sing, and sing and dance. Why not? That's awesome. Uh, Jamie, would you rather be the funniest person in a room or the smartest person in a room? Ooh, probably the smartest person in the room. Smartest? Yeah. <laughs> um indy would you rather here's another one and i see if you move over a little bit everyone can see your picture in the background I see Kobe. so i know the i think i know the answer to this question but would you rather shoot hoops with lebron james or toss a football with tom brady i'd rather toss a football with tom brady because i'm not a lebron james fan oh, <laughs> even that he's a laker wow yeah. that's a lot that's some hate there <laughs> i cannot throw a football <laughs> uh jamie would you rather travel the world for a year all expense paid or have a hundred thousand dollars given to you to spend on wherever you want it well travel the world for a year if i can take it off work yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome um indy would you rather have someone see all the photos on your phone or read all your texts <laughs> <laughs> text. your texts yeah uh, uh, Jamie, would you rather lounge by the pool or are you rather lounging on a beach? Ooh, probably. Ooh, I love beaches, but I don't love sand. <laughs> I'll say lounge by the pool near the ocean. Love it. Good. Um, Indy, last one for you is, um, would you rather only be able to use a fork, no spoon for the rest of your life or only be able to use a spoon and no fork for the rest of your life? Mm. I'd go spoon, no fork. Yeah. Got it. And last one, Jamie, for you. Would you rather star in a Star Wars movie or a Marvel's movie? Marvel movie. Star Wars all day. <laughs> How about you, Indy? I was curious. Are you a Marvel or your Star Wars? Uh, I go Marvel. Marvel. You guys can yeah. compete at the box office. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Um, so last question, and I want both of you guys to answer this. And you know, I know you guys both love what you do. Um I really wanted to speak around, if you guys can speak around, like what gets you guys up in the morning? What do you love about coming into the office and, and, and working and what gets you guys excited? And if you guys can both answer that, just a little bit of sort of the why. I love knowing the why about why people do what they do. And you guys can speak a little bit around that. That'd be awesome. Sure. Uh, for me, 
uh, it's a staff and it's the staff and the culture. Like I keep coming back to that, but I've worked in other dealerships before and, and I've had other jobs, but what we've built here as a team, not only um, on the sales side, but in sales and in parts and in service and accounting, it is really like coming to a family every single day. Um, internally as well as externally, Jamie had mentioned it, we do have a lot of customers, especially with our new customer area. We have customers that like to come out here and just have a cup of coffee and hang out for a bit. That's cool. We've, we've really uh, created an environment where people want to be. Um, and I'm sure that most of the staff can attest to that as well. Very cool. How about you, Jamie? Yeah, I, I'd say I'm, I, I'm pretty similar to that. I think something I tell a lot of people that they're pretty surprised about when I say it is that despite running a car dealership, I'm not actually much of a car person. <laughs> um, to me, more than anything, they're probably a piece of metal, uh, a thing to get around in. So for me, yeah, it's about people. Um, I mean, I originally went to school to become an engineer and then realized it's absolutely what I didn't want to do. Thank God I switched out of it. And I just love being around people. And it's really rewarding to build a team and have a team that enjoys coming to work and enjoys being around each other. Um, and on the customer side, it's incredibly rewarding when you see a smiling faces every day and someone who's so excited to get in their brand new car or someone who's just bought their first new car ever or someone who's got their husband or a wife a car for their birthday or Christmas or, um, you know what I mean? Just anyone who's, who's been happy to be here, um, whether it be buying or being in service or anything like that, it's, it's just enjoyable to interact with those people. And that's, that's probably the most rewarding thing for me at the end of the day is having those positive interactions and, and enjoying ourselves with our staff and our customers. That's awesome. And that's really when, it, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? Like you said, like, yeah, you could, I love what you're saying about you're not a vehicle guy. That's so interesting, right? It's what it's about people and culture and service and the things you guys talked about community and the, the vehicles are just a tool, I guess, to allow you to do that too, right? So it's awesome. Totally. Indy doesn't even like driving. No. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, too funny. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining uh, and chatting. I know that, you know, it's been, like you said, six years in the making to get into this building. So that's awesome. Congrats on that. And, and I just encourage everyone if, you know, Indy mentioned, just go by and grab a cup of coffee and chat. Like, I think that's, that's really the culture there. It's uh, you guys have always been welcome and warm and, and I think everyone should just go experience it and just go, go and stop by, go have a look at the new building. And in July, there's a big grand opening party. So we look forward to that as well, but any, any, anything you guys want to end with before we wrap up? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going to say, yeah, come by. If anybody wants to come by and check out, we're happy to give a tour. There's lots of cool things that we have now that we didn't have before. We, we have de these delivery bays where you get your vehicle inside if it's raining out. We have really cool tools now, like in our drive-through, as soon as you drive in, it, it takes a scan of your tire tread and your wheel alignment of every single vehicle and really awesome technology that we, we didn't have before. So um, we're really excited to show it to customers, have a coffee and, uh, and hang out. That's awesome. Thanks, Jamie. Indy? And for me, just a big thank you to um, everyone in the city of Kelowna, because without their support, we wouldn't be able to uh, give back to the community like we can. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting our brand and coming in and seeing us. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. I know you guys are busy. Thanks a lot for joining me and chatting about the new building. And like we said, just pop by and have a look and grab a coffee. 
So uh, thank you guys. And for everyone else, have a great rest of your day. And thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Rob. Rob. Take care. Bye. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.